0: Traversing the fields of geekdom.
1: How about you? Uh,
0: The... Climbing the mountain of pop culture.
1: Who wants to play video games?
0: Oh... defeating the dark lord of social media it's the geek show on 1470 and 100.3 wmbd welcome to the geek show i'm your host Corey Wara. the geek show is brought to you by mega replay peoria's best place to buy sell and trade movies music video games video game systems and electronics you can visit them at the metro center or on facebook mega selection mega savings mega replay and yes this is the geek show welcome if this is your first time here welcome we take a break from all the news all the yelling all the screaming Donald Trump this Republicans Democrats that push that aside let's talk about some fun things video games movies TV shows technologies a little bit of everything is what you get on this show and I have just as always a jam-packed show we'll start with the news of the week uh we got streaming services one is getting a rebrand one is brand new and here i am saying i think it was just a couple weeks ago i said no more no more in streaming services we're done everybody has one but no there it turns out to be another one that is coming out soon Uh, and Tom Cruise is doing something insane in the world of movies. And I have a boatload of questions. So we'll cover that in a little bit. Then we take a break. And after that, we'll come back and we'll talk about what people are watching right now. Uh, some movies, some TV shows. I'll give you guys, uh, a good overview of what's out there right now. Then we take a break after that for news. And when we're back after that, I have Corey's not tech corner, but kind of Corey's tech corner earlier this week. I talked to Greg and Dan on the Greg and Dan morning show, and we talked about politics and digital. How are politics adapting to the digital world? So I'm going to play back that from earlier this week, because it's really good. And it's a good breakdown of what we can expect in the, political realm coming out later this year and then we end the show with the top five list of the week i got some trailers i got some viral videos and i got just the number one is the most viral video of the week and i have to censor it because of what it says and it stakes that i have to do that but that's radio for you so stick around for that like i said jam-packed show before we get into the news one quick note uh the 1470 wmbd app you can get it on any ios or android device just go to the store and type in 1470 wmbt and believe me i give this the the geek show stamp of approval i love this app and i'm not saying that just because i work here i'm saying it as a technology person from me to you it's a really good app you can get obviously the news that as it happens during the week but also there's a section if you look at the bottom right hand corner there's a section called on demand click on that Boom, you see the Geek Show right there. You can listen to all the previous Geek Shows. And then on top of it, if you want to hear more of my beautiful voice, which, uh, believe me, I don't blame you at all. It's just so beautiful. (laughs) You can listen to the Greg and Dan Show After Party. It's a show I host with Greg and Dan every day during the week. And it is a lot of fun. Very, very relaxed. But let's get straight into the news and let's start in the world of streaming. Okay, It was literally like two weeks ago. I was sitting here and I was saying, guys, with HBO Max, we're done. Everybody has a streaming service. We don't have to worry about it anymore. Well, not exactly. Alamo Drafthouse, which if you don't know, is a very big, very popular in the geek community uh, movie theater chain. It's usually in the south and in bigger cities. I don't think we have one in... Illinois. Don't quote me on that. There might be a hidden one up in Chicago, but uh, it is known for its geek fest's with movies, and they're really in the movie uh, news and keep up to date and show a lot of cool movies, a lot of blockbusters, and a lot of indie hits. Well, they announced this week that they're launching a video on demand platform. Uh, if you go to it, it is uh, yeah, it's just the Alamo Draft House on demand. When you go there, you're going to be able to rent or buy or stream any of the movies that they have available. They said that this platform will allow uh, folks who have missed, like, indie hits and blockbuster films uh, a place that you can go and will easily categorize and have everything for you uh, to see what was happening, what everyone was talking about, and it's super cool. I mean, it's not like a monthly thing, like typical streaming services, but it's basically, think of it as a movie rental place, that is curated to you and by you I mean a geek because the Alamo Draft House is known for the the geekiness uh with it so i think it's a great place if you really want to just tip your toes into the water of indie films i think it's a great place to have a central location where you can go and find the best movies that everybody are talking about because when it comes to international films It is crazy how many films there are out there. And it can get confusing as to what movies are good and what are bad. I think this is pretty cool. Also, in the world of streaming, CBS All Access is uh, rebranding itself. I don't know if that's the new name or if that's uh, the previous name and it will be updated. But they're uh, rebranding because of two things. First, they completed their merger with Viacom and... Second, they are trying to increase the amount of people that use it because, like I said before, everybody is streaming. Gosh, what is it with these streaming services? I finally had to do it. Uh, I went through last weekend what streaming services I use every week, and I chose the one that I watch the least to cut. And if something new comes out on it that I want to see, I'll probably jump back in for a month. But for right now, I'm dropping it. Oh, I hate saying this. Disney Plus. I'm sorry, Disney Plus. I watched you once. I watched a movie on you once, but I'm going to be dropping that. Uh, it, you can definitely forget uh, what you have on your streaming list, but, uh, yeah, I had too many. I have pretty much all of them, and I, I made the decision. I'm an adult. I'm an adult, dang it. <laughs> so I dropped that. But uh, CBS rebranding, they are updating it uh, with a focus on news, live sports, and on-demand entertainment. Uh, so not necessarily like original content, but they're going to be updating it with over a hundred movies with from Paranaut pictures. They're going to have uh, comedy central BET Nickelodeon MTV and a bunch of other uh, programs from these various outlets uh, MTV Ni- Nickelodeon CMT comedy central all, all from Viacom. And since the merger happened and they're together in one big happy family, Obviously, they're going to mix all of that together to make it huge. Streaming is still going to be, if not because of COVID, it's going to stamp it in as, uh, I think, one of the biggest things in tech right now because everybody's doing it. The The only problem is, unlike cable, where you get one bill, you have to keep an eye on 50 different bills, and it is so easy to forget what you're streaming Uh, Let's stay in the streaming category before we move on. And this one's very interesting. The Oscars, obviously one of the biggest movie nights of the year. Uh, They announced this year that films that did not play in theaters because of the uh, stay-at-home orders will be considered for an Oscar. And they're only allowing that rule this year. That is huge because you have to know the reason why movie theaters... Uh, play like indie films or uh, not necessarily bigger ones, basically indie films is that in order to get an Oscar, you have to have a movie that plays in movie theaters and for a certain amount of time. So that's why you see a lot of like smaller films happening in big cities because they want to promote it and then they want to get it in the Oscars. Because if you don't know, I've talked about this before I've broken it down. The Oscars is huge At making money. If your film makes wins an Oscar, you're going to be making a lot of money based on that Oscar. So it is really, really crazy that they're bending the rules and allowing films that didn't play in theaters to be a part of this. Of course, they're going to change it back in the end because they want to make movie theaters happy. And if it's one thing that the Oscars really rely on, it's movie theaters. Uh, Let's continue on. Let's go to Spotify. So Spotify is a place where (laughs) streaming again, uh, where you can listen to movies and podcasts. This one's very interesting. Spotify is testing out for the first time video podcasting with two YouTube stars. So YouTube stars Zane and Heath, the hosts of the Zane and Heath Unfiltered show, uh, they're just slowly putting, dipping their toes in the video uh, world. Three of their video or podcast episodes will have videos attached to it. And they're just saying, hey, we're just testing this out. If it's something that works, cool. If not, we'll just move on. Uh, Very interesting. Uh, Some podcasts I think you need to see them because they might be pointing out stuff or playing audio that you can watch along with it. But others I I question because I feel like with Spotify and with a lot of podcasts – You just kind of have the headphones on, and you're not really looking at the screen. So maybe it will turn out beneficial for them in the end. Uh, Maybe it will help them with uh, advertisements and revenue, but we'll have to wait and see. But it's hilarious to me how much everybody in audio tries to get back into videos. And I, I would say for Spotify, keep what you're doing, but don't try to just copy what everyone else is doing. Enhance on the audio. But that's just my two cents. Uh, Etsy. Etsy is a fantastic website. Think of it as the eBay for uh, crafters. So if you are a painter, if you build things, anything, you can go to Etsy.com, open up your own shop and people can come, buy things, you ship it to them, everyone's happy. Well, this one's just interesting because I love stats about uh, all that's happening during the COVID and the stay-at-home order. Uh, Etsy sales have doubled, completely doubled, Thanks to Homemade Masks. So everybody's buying Homemade Masks, and they're going to Etsy to do it. Etsy has a lot of creative masks, some plain masks, but it's a great place that you can help out, not local people, but smaller people, smaller stores, people who just have a passion for this stuff and can't necessarily get their stuff in, like, Walmart. But it's a great, fun place to just skim. If you're ever bored, if you have, like, a free 10 minutes, and you're like, ah, what do I need to do? Go to Etsy.com and just... Search through, they have some really, really cool things there, made by people it's <laughs> made by people, everything's made by people, but I mean like uh, smaller indie people uh just putting out their passions online uh but yeah, very, very interesting. More than twelve million face masks were sold in April, totaling around one hundred and thirty three million dollars in sales. That is insane, oh man, I love stats like that uh. This one is frustrating because I found out about this later. But jump back to Wednesday. Did you have a problem when logging into some apps Wednesday night? Well, it turns out it was all due to Spotify or not Spotify, uh, Facebook. So if you don't know, when you sign up for some things like Spotify or TikTok or Grubhub, there's always an option of when you register, you click new user and it says log in through Facebook. Or log in manually. And a lot of people just hit log in with Facebook. And what you're doing there when you do that is, A, first of all, you don't have to type out a lot of stuff. I mean, who wants to sit there and type out all that stuff and then hit buttons and log in? I just want to hit one button and boom, I'm logged in. But at the same time, when you hit the log in with Facebook, you are allowing Facebook to watch and record everything that you're doing on Grubhub, what you're listening to on Spotify and TikTok and so on. But because of that ease, that's where we ran into the problem. So Facebook updated their interface, and because of that, there was a glitch in the system. And when people tried logging into their stuff on their phone, it would not allow them to do it. So for a while, if you were wondering and you saw it on Wednesday night, it was trending Um it was because of Facebook that you were not allowed to access your apps. Kind of funny that that happened. But at the same time, you think Apple or Facebook would have something set up where they could, like, stop things like that from happening. Uh, YouTube TV. We just talked about uh, these guys a second ago. Uh, YouTube TV is another option for streaming online. Through YouTube, you can watch. It's basically like cable but through YouTube, so you can watch uh all of the main channels but they announced this week that comedy central mtv nickelodeon and more are going to youtube tv that's not surprising as i mentioned earlier viacom has joined uh, merged with cbs and they're just collecting all their stuff together it's just another opportunity for them to get their product out there and for people to watch Uh, let's hit these two movie news then we'll take a break I talked way too long. Scream 5. Nev Campbell confirms that conversations about the horror franchise are returning and people are interested. That's no surprise. After uh, the Halloween reboot, I think even before that, It Chapter 1 and It Chapter 2 uh, were really the movies that sparked a new revolution in horror movies. So it does not surprise me. We'll be seeing a lot more horror movies and a lot more Stephen King films uh, coming out soonish. And finally, Tom Cruise is insane i was about to curse there but he is literally insane he is going to be doing a new movie that will be that will take place and i'm not joking on the international space station so nasa is working with tom cruise and with uh elon musk and they are planning to shoot a film at least some of the film on the international space station i give huge props to tom cruise He is probably double my age. I think he's in his 50s, maybe 60s, and he can do things that I I just get out of breath watching him run the amount that he does, and he does all of his stunts himself, which is also insane. And the fact that, yeah, they are literally talking about flying him up into the space station and recording things. My only question is, what are you going to record with? Are you going to bring all of the huge camera equipment up with you? I don't know. But with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about what the heck is going on in the world of TV and movies. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. As always, I lost track of time the first segment, so we got to move really, really quick this one. And I... Was going to talk about some shows and movies that are out right now. But instead, I have this awesome list I want to go over. And if we have time, I'll mention a couple others. But these are the top TV shows people started watching while social distancing. Is your show on the list? Well, let's find out. Uh, Number 10 goes to The Walking Dead uh, from AMC. It's still running now. 2010 is when it first came out. It's hilarious that people are now starting to watch it again. Uh, I think the first couple seasons are good. But then after that, I really lost interest very, very fast. Uh, Number nine went to Stranger Things on Netflix. It's still coming. In fact, I think they even released a little teaser trailer uh, for the upcoming season. Uh, I will say this. Season one is phenomenal. Season two was a big letdown. But then season three... Pick things back up, and it was really, really good. Number eight, I wish this one was higher on the list, but I guess people are starting to watch it, so that 's always a good thing. The good place it 's an NBC show that you can stream on Netflix. It is one of just the the most jolliest feel good shows out there, really, really good. The office is number seven. that show has to be like an icon of comedy TV. This show is from two thousand and five. To 2013 and it's still it's on the most watched list while social distancing what's so great about that show is it's something easy that you can have on in the background and you can glance at and get invested into and just keep going the show is comedy gold of course when steve carell left the show's quality dropped significantly so i would definitely recommend just watching everything leading up to steven carell leaving the show because that stuff is perfect Number six went to Better Call Saul on AMC. Still running. I think we have one more season left of it. It takes place before and after Breaking Bad. It is a fantastic series I wish more people would watch. Visually, it is phenomenal. Definitely worth your time. Number five goes to Westworld, which is a show I was going to mention earlier because it's a show that you need to watch. Uh, They just wrapped up season three, which I'll be watching tonight. Super excited for it. It is a show about robots and questioning humanity. And it's based off of a Michael Crichton book about a theme park where all of the attractions are robots and you could do and say and kill whoever you want. Not real people, but all the robots. Really, really good show on HBO. Uh, continuing on the HBO line, number four goes to Game of Thrones. That's not surprising, obviously, with the last season, the controversial last season, a.k.a. it was terrible. Uh People are hopping on that board. Uh, I know a lot of people, when a, when a show that is really popular finishes, that's when people tend to jump on and binge watch as much, much as they can. Uh, number three went to Breaking Bad, classic, classic drama TV. Breaking Bad, off to break down sometime because that changed TV as we know it when it premiered back in 2008. Fantastic series, definitely worth your time. Number two is a show I am so so glad I did not watch because everyone's talking about it and just it's like fidget spinners. Once everybody got into it, I was like, Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do it. That's Tiger King, uh, it's on Netflix. Everybody is talking about it. They even announced Nicolas Cage is gonna play him in a movie. I know, really really weird. And then number one, this one just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, I've heard about this show first in 2017 from Greg Batten from the morning show of all people. And right now, because of social distancing, the show is blowing up. That is Ozark. It is kind of a Breaking Bad esque show, and that's all I really know. So, with that, you guys, that's the top 10 TV shows people started watching while social distancing. And with that, I'm sorry we talked way too fast in the first segment, but well, we're taking a break. When we get back, we're going to go talk about politics. Is Kirby. Welcome back to the Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. So earlier this week, I was on the morning show with Greg and Dan, and I discussed with them about how uh, the political world is handling COVID-19 in the political sense on technology. And I say it in the clip, but I once again want to say this is not choosing sides. I'm solely giving you just the information because we need to be aware of uh, about the world of technology when it comes to this year's elections, because as always, it's going to be big. Take a listen to this.
1: all right the we're here in this campaign right this campaign for president, and there will be other people getting elected to things in the fall, right? But it all got out of whack and we're not we're not having a regular rhythm of arguing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's funny is the whole and the regular rhythm of of advertising and marketing your campaign. There are people who make millions and millions and millions of dollars telling campaigns how to do things when it comes to getting their message out. And so... Um, yeah, I haven't seen many Joe Biden commercials. I've seen zero. Yeah, I know. Maybe there's a... I, I heard that there was a President Trump commercial <laughs> because they got slapped with a cease and desist by CNN. CNN for... But, a, but I haven't seen it. No. I haven't seen it. Um, but, so, but it's a different world. And it was a different world anyway. President Trump... Uh, Well, going back to President Obama, President Obama effectively used the Internet and digital things uh, to uh, win that very first election and then the second one. Then uh, President Trump's campaign was very smart about some of the things they did uh, the last go around. And Corey, who is our resident uh, uh, digital guy, uh, geek guy, keeps an eye on all those things that sometimes slip past us uh, who aren't raised with them. Uh, he was telling me yesterday there's some really new thing, really cool new things in the political campaign. And this is neither a yay or nay for any particular party or any particular candidate. This is just what folks are doing. What are they doing?
0: Yeah. So this is Geek Show Corey, and Geek Show Corey. Uh, always, I always say on the Geek Show that uh, when we talk about politics, it's solely about. The technology aspect, of right, it. and the trends and yeah, things. Yeah, because without a doubt, this year above all is going to be a huge focus on digital and technology. Right. Uh, so let's start off with the Republican side with Donald okay. Trump. Donald Trump is I, I give him ten thousand points in social media. He is killing it. He killed it with um, the Hillary against Hillary Clinton, yeah. and he's killing it now. So right now during this pandemic and the stay at home, uh, we have seven nights a week. On Trump's election campaign uh, website and on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere, there is constant live videos. There are uh, re-election team members airing live programming online uh, that basically replaces his rallies that
1: are going on. Give me the the platforms again, obviously Twitter.
0: Yes, so we have uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, the campaign website, and Facebook. Facebook is by far the biggest one.
1: Okay, and the, yes, I would imagine, because yeah. Facebook has been uh, overtaken by older Americans. Yes. Uh, Facebook started out as young people. Yes. And as soon as the old people moved in, <laughs> uh, the young people left. Yeah. So if you are on Facebook, you're talking to an older demographic, mm-hmm. uh, which is good for him, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, YouTube I get, uh, uh, Twitter I get, Twitch I get. Twitch is a, a, a video site, right? Yes. Live streaming. And then what's the other one? There's one you mentioned. Mixer. I don't know what that is.
0: Mixer is just a, it's another form of live streaming. Uh, Okay. I believe it's Microsoft's version.
1: Okay. So, so uh, their campaign, the Trump campaign, Mm -hmm. every night there is something? Every night,
0: seven nights a week, there is something. Oh, wow. Uh, Sometimes it's Donald Trump's kids that pop on. But it's brilliant because everybody needs to understand that with this digital stuff, they are after your information with this. They want you to log in. They want you to put your name and your information so they have it in their database.
1: Yeah. But can we stop there for a yeah. second? That's the part, Danny, don't you think that most people, especially people of uh, the demographic 50 and above, don't get? Yes. That when you click on something or you go, hey, I'm going to watch uh, uh, Jared Kushner mm-hmm. give a little talk here. Yeah. All your stuff's now been had. And maybe you don't care. Maybe that's fine. Maybe you go, I- I'll give it to him anyway i'm a fan of whatever campaign but i think some people are surprised about that yeah uh, the biden uh, campaign right now
0: digitally is
1: is this on (laughs) we'll get to biden (laughs) in a second here (laughs) Uh, but a
0: perfect example of that greg is uh with brexit during brexit uh they uh, released an app or a contest and it said if you can pick out the how the scores happen on this soccer game uh you win a million dollars statistically it was near impossible to win the million dollars because the to get the the mm-hmm. actual scores all they wanted was information and because people saw a million dollars they typed in all the information to then yeah, get
1: them yeah and so when when <laughs> and so when something pops up mm-hmm. uh on your screen or in your ads or whatever and you go how did they know that mm-hmm. i like jello o right? yep. mm-hmm. it's because you you clicked on something that made them know you like jello yep i got an ad the other day Danny, that said uh um, nothing's more powerful than an old man with a political science degree. I'm like, well, how do they know that? <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was a T-shirt. Well, of course they know it. It's out there in the internet. Well, what we haven't had lately, and I don't mean to get us off track, yes. is uh, when you mention something and then an ad pops up on your phone. Oh, that's oh. right. Well, what did I mention just a minute ago? Uh, just before I said the T-shirt one, I just said something. What? Jello. 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 Hey, I like Jell-O. Wait till, the, wait till we see when the yeah. ad comes up. Watch okay.
0: everybody who's listening. Their phones hear that,
1: and <laughs> yeah. now they think that everybody likes Jello. Yeah. So
0: let's see right. if the, there's an yeah. increase in okay. Jello purchases in Peoria. <laughs> so, so right now, oh. the Trump campaign, and he's 70-something, but he's oh, yeah. really smart in getting this. Yes, and I think his TV background helps him significantly. Yes, I do, too. Uh, the other Trump thing that is just brilliant is, have you guys ever heard of the word gamification? No. Okay, so he has an app right now where uh, you can collect points, and you do that by getting other people to sign up for the app or to live stream using the app or do something that involves putting Trump's name out Is
1: there. the app the campaign app? Yes, okay. right.
0: and you get points every time. Oh, if you get, like, 5,000 points, you get a, a discount from the store. It goes all the way up to 50,000 points. You get a picture with Donald Trump.
1: That is... Is genius. It's brilliant. Beyond
0: brilliant. brilliant, Because you're just spreading your message more, getting more information. Wow, Wow, that's good. let's head over to Biden, and I have a quote from Biden. I'm used to being in the television studio or outstanding before a couple thousand people talking, and here I am in my basement. That is the perfect definition for what the campaign for Biden is doing digitally. They are way, way behind in the digital space. Uh, Bernie Sanders, I would say, in the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. has the best idea about social media. Him and, uh, as much as people hate her, AOC has tapped into that market, Oh, too. A- AOC...
1: Yeah. Um, she gets that, too. She gets she that whole thing very yes. well, right?
0: Yeah. Um, their campaign is focusing more on... Whose um, campaign? Biden? Uh, Biden. Yeah. Uh, on Wholesome Corner. They, uh, the campaign manager said, I think there are two ways to win the Internet. One is extremism, and the other is empathy. The campaign is leaning into putting uh, empathy on display, and they found out uh, on Facebook specifically that extremism has taken over, and they've given up really focusing on Facebook because you have to go extreme negative. And Biden's in a tough spot because Biden's more a moderate and in the middle. Right. And right. Facebook and online and social media, people want the extremes. Yeah, they want the that's fight. that's how they react they want to want the it. fight, yeah. Um, one cool thing that they just started doing is that he's going to have a new digital series uh, called Sincerely Joe Biden. So a lot of people send Joe Biden letters during tra- tragedies or things going on in their life. And more often than not, Joe will actually write back to you and he's going to start doing that every Friday
1: where he responds to people. Turning those into it. That's a good yeah. move. That's a good he's move. doing most of his stuff on AOL. <laughs> Pretty much. His you know, campaign that is, that is so, and, and thank you, Corey, for doing that. I, yeah. I knew nothing about, uh, uh, how I knew that the Trump campaign, and Mr. Trump himself mm-hmm. is very slick in all of that, and his Incredibly. TV background is good, uh, and he looks at the world through that lens all the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize the extent of that. And that contest is, good. Oh, it's brilliant. That is so uh, good.
0: Just like the Brexit and the last election is, Trump was able to tap into a market that is often ignored. Ignored, right. And he gets them to gather together. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll be doing.
0: Big thanks to Greg and Dan for allowing me to come on their show to talk about that. That was a lot of fun. You can always check them out Monday through Friday, 530 to 9. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going over the top five list of the week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 W. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everybody doing? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, it's the last part of the show, and what do we do? We always do the top five list of the week. I got a pair of viral videos, and I got three, count them, triple trailers to go over and we're going to get into some weird territory both in the weird a good weird and a bad weird and let's just let's start off with the bad weird number five number five yes number five goes to what has to be one of the uh, look i'm trying to be nice but this has to be one of the more stupid ideas for a tv show i have ever seen and the fact that it's premiering on amazon prime is just really bizarre i'm gonna play all 40 seconds of it because it's just weird it is just really really weird. This is Gary Busey and he is in a new Amazon Prime series called Pet Judge. I'm not joking.
1: Each year across the country there are thousands of pet disputes. Those who want their cases tried by the best know there's only one man they can turn to and he is thirsty for Pet Justice! You I read Are you slinging fake monkeys? That was Gary Beusey, right? Justice Justice was served. Justice was served. Yeah. That makes sense. No, Gary Busey. Yeah. Gary Busey, pet judge. Put the goat in my van.
0: Okay, so here's the deal. First of all, that was an absolutely bizarre trailer. But here's the thing with Gary Busey. So I watched, this was like 10, maybe 8 or 10 years ago. Uh, Celebrity Apprentice was on, and Gary Busey was on there. And during the show, he was bizarre, without a doubt. But I learned during that show that he was in an accident where he, uh, it was a motorcycle or car accident, and he hit his head. And here's the thing. I I often wonder, is Gary Busey aware of the things he's saying, Or does he have a brain injury that's causing him to say these weird things? And if that's the case, I don't think we should be almost making fun of him. Like, there's that level, there's that fine line with you're either laughing with or laughing at someone. And Gary always acts like everyone's laughing with him. But if this is all just because of that injury, that worries me a little bit. And this show just seems uncomfortable. It looks almost fake. So, I don't know. We'll all have to judge it when it comes out on Amazon Prime on may 25th and hey if it's any record that i've set on this geek show it's that i am terrible at saying what's going to be good and what's going to be great so this show could turn out great for all i know number four number four number four goes to a interesting show you got 1950s you got sci-fi you got monsters you got racism this is the trailer for lovecraft country
1: he wrote me the place he wants me to go it's in Lovecraft country. One, two, three. This place One, two, three. This is dangerous.
0: Yeah. So if you don't know what Lovecraft is, I'll have to go through it later. A quick run by because it takes a while to explain it all very uh well what's now known as a very famous author hp lovecraft uh he was an american writer back in the day and he was not known for being really popular until after his death he created a ton of different monsters and horror stories his biggest one being cthulhu if you know hp lovecraft and you know his stuff you'll see it everywhere in pop culture references And it's really, really cool. But this show is made by J.J. Abrams. And if it's one thing I give J.J. Abrams is he is fantastic when it comes to showing you stuff but not telling you anything. Uh, J.J. Abrams has the whole mantra of uh, mystery. And he likes mystery and he feels like the mystery has been taken out of movies. And I would agree with him. And this trailer... Looks absolutely cool, but it doesn't really tell you much besides it's this guy trying to follow or find his father. So from what I know, it is based off of a book and it is about monsters, it's about racism during the 1950s, Jim Crow laws, and it's about this son trying to find his father. It looks really, really good. If it's anything that I'll give HBO is that they are on a stinking roll when it comes to original series. It looks visually fantastic, and JJ Abrams is just phenomenal. It is coming out in August, so we have to wait a little bit.
1: Number three.
0: Number three. Number three, I'll just play a little bit of, because you just hear people fighting. But this is a awesome, awesome, it's like five minutes long, a fight challenge. And I'll explain more after it. Okay, so to explain it, because I know you're like, Corey, we're just listening to music and people fighting. So over last weekend what's so amazing about this whole uh covid 19 thing is that the, the interesting things that we're all doing online when we're all at home and this one's awesome now i can't say all of this online it's boss b fight challenge and what it is is it has over i think a hundred celebrities all women and it's the actors and the stunt doubles from all of the all of hollywood basically like all of the marvel characters you have the main actors and their stunt doubles, and with awesome quick editing, they're able to fight each other. And I know that is a terrible explanation, but look it up online because it is fantastic to watch. Not only do you see uh, famous people, but you also get to see some of the -the behind-the-scenes stunt doubles that replace some of these actors and play them in the films for the action scenes. And it's kind of fun to watch and kind of guess, oh, I wonder if that's blank or if that's the person who plays Captain Marvel. Really, really cool. Definitely check it out. Number two, number two, number two goes to a show that has been getting a lot of hype, mainly because of the concept. You take the creators of The Office, you give them Steve Carell, you give them Netflix, where cursing's allowed, and then you throw in some sci-fi and you get the show called Space Force.
1: I want to welcome our newest four-star general, Mark Naird, formerly number two at the Air Force.
0: Thank you. It has always been my dream to command a service branch.
1: Our nation's internet
0: runs through our vulnerable space satellites. POTUS wants complete space dominance. To that end, the president is creating a new branch, Space Force, which Mark will run. (laughs) What? Yeah, so it's made by the guys who did The Office, Steve Carell. Everyone's excited, but don't expect another office but in space because it's a little different. The whole style is different. It's not a documentary. It's more shot like a traditional movie. And it looks interesting. The trailer itself is kind of bland in my opinion. I was hoping for something a little more funny, but uh, hopefully in the end it will turn out to be good. This is Space Force and it comes out on May 29th, so not too long. Here's number one. Number one. Okay, number one. We we got to do a little inside thing here because uh, on the radio, there are certain things that I can or cannot play, but I have to put this video on here as number one because of how huge it was. It started off as nothing and it now has over 10 million views, and it is a little girl singing a song that she wrote, and the song is titled I Wonder What's Inside Your blank now i'm not going to say it it begins with a b and it ends in an e so i'm going to let you figure it out it's a child singing it so i think you can figure it out but because of rules i don't really want to play that word on there so i'm going to give you just a tiny little snippet of it and then we'll talk about it maybe there's, maybe there's aliens all your b- yeah so i know that was super quick and you're like "Quote well, Corey, you have sensors why don't you just hit a button to to bleep it out well here's the thing it just feels weird With this little girl, she made this song. She's super happy about it, and it just feels weird that half of it would be bleeped out. So I just wanted to play that little bit. If you get the time, just search online, little girl makes up a song, or my kid wrote a song called I Wonder What's Inside Your Blank, and I guarantee you'll be able to find it. It started off as just a small thing, and it blew up during the week. It's now over 10 million views, which is insane. This girl is just super excited for her work in creating just a... uh, Musical masterpiece, and the internet is just eating it up. But what's hilarious is that you have a lot of other, like, big fl- famous celebrities that comment and they respond by continuing her song or just recapping her song. It's super cool. Apparently, the girl, her name is Jolie. There we go. Jolie Dunn, and she is super, super happy by her popularity, and she has become the mega star of the COVID-19 crisis while we're all at home. Super, super cool. Check that out. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. As always, I try to end on a positive note. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. And remember... This is a weird time. Uh, Tensions are high with this slowly easing back into things and with masks and with COVID. But remember, we're all on the same team here. We're all just geeks trying to make it through our day. Think twice before you put a negative comment online or before you say something, someone at the store. We're all humans. We all make mistakes and we all need to work together so that we can all keep walking forward to the future together i mean we all want space cars right and with that you guys that is it that is the geek show have a fantastic weekend i will see you all next week this is the geek show on 1470 and 100.3 w